If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. You are listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get involved with us. On an upcoming recording, oh god, I'm sounding Liverpool. It's on, okay, it's October. We're allowed to be somebody different. Oh my god, we are. We're on, in Halloween on, month on this new it's year. Spooky season. Oh shit! Welcome to another edition. This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Alon Danziger, and I'm Will Hasty. I'm Rachel Teichman. We are doing this from the rec room rec- for rec- your rec- Thursday rec- afternoon experience. Thursday afternoon, three p.m. Yeah. We're here again. Where we made it. Recording room. <laughs> the recording room. At it's the true. Recording room, the that, rec, 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 the, rec room. the rec room that I n- helped name. In fact, fact, in fact, did didn't you not tell, suggest, didn't tell you that? Did you not? Whoa, wait, Elon, did you not suggest the, the name not, the rec room? I'm not going to gloat. On what was, I believe, the internal Radio Free Brooklyn yes, Watch of This Room perhaps. Be Called survey? <laughs> yes. I love Worth a good it. survey. What? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Rachel. You like you absolutely are somebody who would get some like almost erotic joy out of a good survey. You're, right. <laughs> you're so correct. Oh. I love research. If you're if, if you like Rachel have an erotic arousal uh, to surveys, uh, email the show. We want to hear. Like, that's an incredibly accurate way to describe you. I'm we want it. We want to hear. I love a good research method. Yeah, no, research methods are fucking kinky. Um, we're doing this every week from the rec room as a way to dig deep, dig real deep into our sounds from the past that dig make up, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe those sounds ma- truly make up who we are now. All we know is, is that we're connecting the dots between then and now. And if you want to do that with us or, you know, just talk about your kinks to uh, research methods, uh, email the show at lost and rewound at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Just one G. So this edition actually is very special. <laughs> so we should begin in a little bit. So why don't we uh, get it going? Shall we? Yes. All right. been two years since uh, a very special thing happened on Radio Free Brooklyn. What is it? I uh, decided to record an episode with Jimmy Hoffman and Allison Goodman. Jimmy Hoffman. As a a way to ring in the Jewish New Year. We played some Hebrew school clips from the Danziger Zone and drank some wine. And it was pretty wonderful. That sounds amazing, Elon. That sounds pretty 
F- flaming? <laughs> Possibly. Rachel, you, I love how you it, just like, like laid the floor and we were all waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, nah. it was more like a little like bit of a, a spark, but not flaming. So I've lit it's the fuse Hanukkah. and I'm just, you know what? I took all the explosives out so there's not going to be a boom. Well, Sorry, guys. That happened two years ago. And uh, since this past Monday was Rosh Hashanah, it's only fair that uh, we do a little bit similar. This is not going to be another Jewish clips show, although we do have two Jews in the room. As was playing clips. And one Jew by association. I'm not playing any clips. So really, they are Jewish clips. It's not my clips. I'm off this week. It's Will and uh, you, Rachel, of whom will be sharing clips this week. Indeed. And I'm excited for that. But it still stands to reason. There are two Jews in the room. Last time, there had, were two half-Jews and one full-Jew. So technically speaking, <laughs> on a mathematical ter- t- um, tip, we are still we're equal. We're still equal. I, I, wish, I wish I had a bar mitzvah. You no, went you to don't. all the bar mitzvahs. I you, did. Without having... having to worry about learning Hebrew. Yeah. So fuck Baruch off. Having... Belahenu. Shush, shush. <laughs> having a bar mitzvah. Having a bar mitzvah. Is very different from yes. attending one. Oh, my God. You know what? The years. Yeah. The years of preparation and torture and misery. I'm sorry, I'm Mrs. not kidding. McVay, if you're listening to this, getting delved <laughs> into my tribe's culture, your tribe, in a deep sense that, in fact, makes me feel more connected to said tribe, whatever that hypothetical tribe may be. If if I were to have this hypothetical bar mitzvah, was is at least in concept something that sounds very appealing. We're gonna Jew it up in here. We are indeed. We brought a bottle of wine. We have yeah. cups. I have gonna, muffins. We have muffins. <gasps> we also have bread. Yes, muffins are made of bread. Is there, are there gluten in them? There is most certainly gluten in these muffins. What what kind of muffins are they though? These are apple cider donut muffins. <gasps> that Even sounds better. amazing. Apples. That's why yeah, they yeah, smell yeah, amazing. Yeah, I jewed it up. Did and you I, make them with honey? There's it... honey on top. <gasps> what? And there's so apples good. and cinnamon in it. Oh, so good. Yeah. Ah. Uh. I'm, uh, my heart is melting right now because I feel that uh, we took it a step further from two years ago. We didn't have muffins. We have legit baked goods. So thank you. Uh, and Alashana Tova to you, fel- my, my fellow tribe member. Yes. To you, Rachel, and to you, Will, I will uh, be pouring a bottle, this bottle of wine. This, uh, what do we got here? Thus, the Thus stock jumper Grenache. It's rose. Yeah, it's, call it it's, it's rosé. It's <laughs> call, it, call, it, call it what it be. It's rosé. And to quote Mel Gibson, we can only use the wine for the blessings. Right. And what do we got here? We got we got mics. We got curtains. We got friends. We got squirrels. We got rats. We got cockroaches. Let's bless them till we all get for schnicket. Let's, Come on. Okay, yes, I agreed on the first schnickety, my dick, my dickety. Um, I would <laughs> like you to please uh, just give me your cup so I can pour wine for of you. Of course. Cups. Sir, here is one of your yes, cups. Yes, cups. Said by cups. Said by the person who is both and plays the character of cups. Are we going to do the prayer? We have to do the prayer. Duh, right? Don't we? Yes, that is happening. But I'm going to have uh, Don Zoni lead it because he did it last year and it's only fair that uh, we have a, a more appropriate uh, blessing percip- uh, p- facilitator, shall we say. As is the tradition, there is the blessing over the wine. It is uh, as follows. And uh, Rachel, if you wish, you can sing along with me. I don't Are know. we singing this? Well, I mean, do you want to do the... Uh, no, you want, I'm good, a good, speaker. Good. I'm a, spe- I'm a speaker. 
I used to go into a speaker too all the time. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Borei Peri Hagafen. Amen. Lahayim. Shana Tova. Oh. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Oh, that Should is we... some good sacrament. That is some rosé right. and sacrament. Should we get some hamotzi up in here? Oh, let's get that hamotzi. Let's hamotzi. get some hamats. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech Aholam Hamotzi Lechem Min Haaretz. Amen. Oh, fuck you. That's good. That's delicious. I mean, that's delicious. <laughs> They're a little dry. That is delicious, but you have to understand that the honey, uh, the, the dry mid-range and bottom is balanced by the cinnamon and the honey on top, so you get a bit of breadiness mixing with the cinnamon mm. and the apple taste, so it's in fact, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a sort of like delicious wet donut. And not wet, like a delicious donut with a moist top. You would make a terrible Iron Chef judge. <laughs> I would. Your food tastes like that night when I accidentally puked on myself and then tasted it again. The it had this delectable, <laughs> like, ooze to it. The secret ingredient is... <laughs> Muffins! I haven't watched I enough know. Iron Chef to know that reference. The, the, I got the, it, I got the, it. The ch- the chairman is. I'm great. very much into into your reference. The ch- if you ever go on YouTube yeah. and obviously do that when you're not listening to the show, um, <laughs> it's a distraction. Um, there's a great. Uh, I know what like, you're talking montage about. Montage of the chairman be like, Beer! Yeah! <laughs> it's so great. Okay, so now that we've gotten a little bit loose, we have wine, we have muffins. Loss. It's uh, you know, a, a, a rather lovely time to be alive. Um, you know. There's a lot of things that people don't know, shall we say, about uh, the world. Everything's very confusing. Evidently, even the most simplistic things are very confusing to people. Mm. Rachel, you brought a video with you that is on a very serious topic. So there's no easy way to transition. Wait, what? I have no concept of what Rachel is sharing today. Let's, let's talk about the fact that we just ate food and now we're talking about body dysmorphia. Ta-da! Yeah. Whoa! Hell, happy, happy New Year! <laughs> I'm always happy to bring a little bit of a. Uh, I I feel this is very appropriate though because with every Jewish holiday, it's a celebration. But you also have to remember that things in the world kind of suck. Yes. So what's the, wait, wait. What's the? What's we're the thing here for escapism. Wait, what's the thing right before Yom Kippur? The day before Rosh Yom Hashanah. Kippur. Oh no, no. The day before Yom Kippur. Don't they? Don't you have to before you ask forgiveness? Uh, from God, you has to you have to ask forgiveness of people, and isn't it yes. called something like Barat Yom Kippur? Or so something? yeah, so you do that I, in the time name. period between Rosh Hashanah and Yom yeah, Kippur. It's, usually, it's not like a set day. I only know this reference because of yeah, because of the West Wing, not because of my like growing I, up. Oh, in really? Brooklyn. So wait, you know about this reference not because of growing up in Brooklyn Heights, but rather because of Aaron Sorkin. Literally, Aaron Sorkin's giving you your Jewish. Literally, no, but, 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 but I love this. I love this. But the concept of before you can ask forgiveness of God which is like you know you have to ask forgiveness of other people in other words you have to situate yourself well within your own community before you're able to go to the big guy oh yeah that is a brilliant fucking societal move well what about uh body dysmorphia did you uh find yourself getting like so into it that you made this video how old were you I was 17 when I made this video. I was in a psychology class in high school, my senior year, and then um we had we were assigned this project where we were assigned a disorder and then 
everybody was supposed to make like a voiceover PowerPoint sort of deal. Um, but I like making a Prezi because I think that's a program that people were using. A what? Prezi. It's a software. I am um, it's, totally unaware of it's, this. This is a presentation name. software that yeah, has a very catchy name. It's like a video kind of software, but it's also like a PowerPoint presentation and you do a voiceover. So instead oh. of speaking with the presentation, it compiles it into like a fluid thing. That's and awesome. I was just not into that assignment. I didn't want to do it. And I, I went up to my teacher and I was like, listen, like I'm going to make this into a video project. And she's like, okay, just make sure that all of the information is spoken. All right. So how many people did this with you? Were you, Is this on your own or did you have uh, partners? This was my own project, but I got friends and my then boyfriend to participate. We were, I think we were allowed to partner. I don't remember though. And I probably didn't want to, even if it was an option. Was doing this project the thing that actually helped you come to the realization that you had your own body dysmorphia issues or was, or, or was that, or was even touching this topic much more irksome? Oh, I mean, I saw the list of disorders and I was like, oh, this one looks interesting to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely have some self-esteem issues, Mm. but I don't think that making this video and doing the research on this disorder is what made me come to that conclusion. Understood, understood. Well, let's listen to the first half and see if we have any thoughts. I remember when everything started to go wrong. Honestly, it was sort of obvious looking back on it. My boyfriend was distant, my parents didn't have a clue, and for my modeling career, it was their job to critique me and Photoshop me. All I could see was the acne on my face and the hours I spent in front of the mirror trying to fix it. Or at least, I thought I had bad acne. Rachie, come on, it's time for school! Okay, I'm coming. Oh, you look beautiful. Thank you. Have a good day at school and have so much fun in your photo shoot after school, but... Oh, you might want to cover up that pimple first. Okay, okay, thanks, Mom. I'll have a good day. Have a good time at your work trip. Thank you. I don't understand why you like Android better than iPhones. I mean, yeah. they're just like technically better. That makes no sense. It's like comparing a Mac and a PC. They're totally different That's things. That's literally what we're doing. No, the problem is, is that you're just saying that because it's bigger. Not a big deal. Size doesn't matter anyway. You know what? Phones don't matter anyway. We should all just let it have interviews. <laughs> Who's ready for this rest today? We're gonna be fine. Right. Alright, right, guys, right? test is out, so no talking. You look marvelous, guys. I remember this day. 
By now I had all the classic symptoms. I used makeup religiously, constantly needed reassurance, compared myself to others, constantly looked in the mirror, and picked at my blemishes. I just didn't know how out of control I was. Don't you have like 10 minutes to that photo shoot? She probably puts some stuff on your face. I mean, does my skin really look that bad? I think it does. Eh, a couple of zits here and there. You, know, you should see somebody about that. You're freaking out about your skin all the time. I mean, maybe I'll go after my photo shoot if you're so concerned. But you're the one who told me to put on more makeup anyway. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy. Okay, one question right up front. Yeah. Boyfriend scene there, was he meant to be the antagonist? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. He was designed to look like a douchebag and act like a douchebag. Is that, was that your... Okay. He was my actual boyfriend at, okay. at that moment. Yeah, but he would there's... never dare wear sleeveless oh, t-shirt. No, that was that was costume. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Every, everything about that was designed. Because like, just for our <laughs> listeners, you could see that there's like a clear connection between the two of you. Oh, you really? can see that there's a clear like comfort between the two of you. Really? So when he's shitting on you, it almost seems like he's kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so and so it was sort of like, is he is that is that intentional? But um, but it was dead. But like, but like in terms of a walkthrough, loved the waking up in the morning. We get to see you clearly a disassociated teenager. You immediately walk into the bathroom. We then pretty quickly hop into a time lapse of you like obsessing over your face, which is pretty good. Like that, you know, hitting all the marks, right? Yeah. I'm disillusioned. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and then we get into the classroom. The classroom thing I didn't really get, but but like at least. We get in there and it's like it's a test. It's just the three of you. I was like, are they going into detention? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but other than okay, that, three students who came to, to take the test today. Right. I so, hope you better not cheat or anything. Yeah, exactly. so stop talking. But professor, I need my phone. Okay. So other than like yeah. So other than like the fact that you're not film students, which is fucking fine. That's a that was a good you know that's a good you're, you're <laughs> yes. hitting it. You yes. know? Good first Every, half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get to the second half, we have to talk about some of these other little things here which i thought were yeah. really great first of all uh you haven't changed at all yeah um, literally it's you, you, it's just you, but it, but you're, again, you're like but, fitter now but that's yeah. the only difference yeah <laughs> i still wear that outfit that's my room still looks like that that's yeah do you sleep on your side normally my side or my stomach yeah okay yeah me too i have a hard time falling asleep on my stomach Why? normally well normally and you know it's certainly possible that I could wake up in any one position, mm -hmm. but when I fall asleep, the way I have to fall asleep is on my side. Yeah. Al it's almost impossible for me. I mean, I guess I could fall asleep on my back. I can't. Truth be told, I can fall asleep standing up because I've been told that I can fall asleep in pretty much any position, even if I'm like curled in a fetal position on a chair. I have to be in a very specific state to be able to fall asleep standing up. Yeah. I don't know. Rach? <laughs> I cannot sleep on my back. I, a lot of times, end up falling asleep on my back, but... Uh, but on this, you establish that you're obsessing. Yeah. You establish that you're, you're you, you basically establish that your boyfriend's kind of a dick. Yeah. And it's sort of like, I don't know, honey, you ain't that pretty. And also you establish that you have an incredibly adult relationship with your mother. Like, hey, have fun yeah. at school. And also in your professional photo <laughs> shoot, which I'm not looking in on because you're 17 and I have no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah. But which if your friend it. was playing your mom. Yeah, definitely. That was your friend, not your mom. Okay. So two things to that. The first being, yes, that's. Definitely. And I go over that later in the voiceover that mm -hmm. like the fact that my parent relationship is so distant and she's uh, about to leave on a business trip. That's a contributing factor to BDD. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing is, yeah, so that was my friend who I ran into at the coffee shop a few days ago. Oh, what? yeah. That's wait, 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 wait. For context, yeah. how many years ago did you make this back for this, this presentation? Ago, this right? was in 20. 
2014 or 2015 that I yeah. made this. That's cool. It's yeah. my world. Yeah. And now she works at a coffee shop near my campus. <laughs> That's so funny. You're yeah. Like, you know what, honey? Have a great coffee today on class. <laughs> I'll see you at the photo shoot after. And she like studied acting or film or something really? in college. Yeah. So Where? like her being in this, she was all about it. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she, had, I think she had already been accepted into school at that point. So. I mean, she's definitely selling it. Yeah. I simply just can't fathom personally having a phone in class. Like the fact that you put that in there is feels rather uh, misleading because I feel like you take your phone uh it put your leave your phone in the locker almost always when you're going to school. I mean Is that it, not what they do? Is that I, not what kids do? In middle school, I always left my phone in my locker but everybody else kept it on their person. Once I got to high school, I always everybody keeps it either on their person or in their backpack. Yeah, I remember from basically the 12, age 12 on, I didn't I was never not without my phone. Yeah, I mean even a couple of people in like 5th grade had a Motorola Razor phone. Yeah. So, I had a Razor. It was such a toolish thing, but I yeah. I, kinda, I liked it cuz it had the matrix like flip up. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah, that's been a part of my life since middle school where people have their phones in class and the teacher tells them to put it away. How does yeah. how has growing up on social media affected you uh your your I mean not to say that you have it but like body image like in the way you have felt about body image with with regards to social media. Yeah, um you know, I'm going to take this moment to publicly defend social media. Cool. A lot of people antagonize it. Uh I think that there are some valid reasons to. I think some people are negatively affected by it for sure. My own body image probably has been affected by it and not in a good way. But I would not take back living in this era and growing up in it. No, definitely not. Two two things on that. Yeah. One, I don't think there's anything you could do to take back living in the era that you were allowed in. I could have, but I could have stayed off of social media. I could have made that decision, and I oh. did not want to do that. I really, really associate with that feeling of just not wanting to to lose out on that. And also, just from my perspective... You're somebody who I've only known as being pretty hyperactive within both the social media scene and just within like the gamer scene back in that era. And I mean, like, that, yeah, 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 to, yeah, right. Like that's a, like that. Like that's a that's a true identifier of Rachel in my yeah. head. Yeah. Let's so, talk about before we go back into the clip again, um, the notion of things that occur when you have a blemish or any sort of miss, you know, anything. I think we can all attest to having some of that. When I was growing up, I was always afraid that there was a hair, uh, I was hairy in places that I shouldn't be. And I actually went ahead and uh, a few on a few occasions uh, shaved. Um, and that's why I have the hairy shoulders that I do today. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I because you shouldn't be doing it. It'll just grow back and furrier. No, well, that's not true. It's yeah, a myth. yeah, that is a myth. My I little brother. It's a myth. Well, well, my little brother has a little pat had a little patch on his shoulder when he was in high school that he was really self conscious about. Because I got I super self conscious about mine. Wow, and I your never, brother did too. I mean, I was at a speedo all day, and so I was whatever I had hair. I was like, yeah. That means I'm a man. Mm -hmm. And our dad is like uh, basically a lion when it comes to hair. So like I think he was really more fearing becoming that. But but yeah. what do you but but I, that is so hilarious to me that Elon Danzinger was like, I've got hair where I shouldn't. We're Jews. It, it happens. Yeah. I mean, oh, I think it was more like I'm I sorry. was too busy uh, worrying about what was attractive to me. And I, I know I would do whatever I could to try to make myself more attractive. Would you be willing to identify any of these places? And I think you're describing most teenagers. I mean, I feel like 
there was one point where I saw hair growing on my back, and I actually, like, shaved that, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I definitely have, like, a tuft of hair in my uh, lower back. I just didn't understand. I, I really didn't. I, it was so dumb. And it's, but it's wonderful because it gives you, like, a perspective of the fact that that's self-consciousness when you are growing up, regardless of social media. Because I certainly didn't have that as an element to affect how I felt about mm. body image. Um, but it, it did occur in some form, at the very least. Yeah, I think we, we'll, we'll see more of these points uh, made right now. Yeah. So let's keep listening. Let's hit it. Yeah, your right hand. Put your chin a little further up. Put your left hand down to your side. Move your right toe a little bit further forward, a little bit further. Bend that knee a little bit. Smile. Put your cheeks a little bit higher. There we go. Awesome. All finished. You'll be a star when I'm done with these. Really? You mean you can Photoshop my, my skin? Of course I can. That's my specialty. All right, well, thank you so much now. I have to go to the doctor because Andy told me my skin like I'm getting too obsessed with it. So, yeah. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Bye. Hi, doctor. Hi, hon. So, what do you think is wrong with me? Can you cure my acne? Um, I don't think you have acne at all. Really? Yeah, your skin is fine, except for you know the occasional skin issue. But I really think that you have body dysmorphic disorder. Oh no, what does that mean? Am I gonna die? By the way, um, I forgot to mention, you look just like my mother. Thank you. And no, you're not going to die. I mean, it just means that you think about your skin for way too long each day. Some people get it about their stomachs or their legs or their noses. It's no wonder that you have it. Your parents are always, are never around. Your boyfriend is mean and you go through persistent editing processes for your modeling jobs. True. I thought maybe you had an eating disorder at first, or maybe uh, a compulsive disorder, but I'm going to suggest that you go through cognitive behavior therapy to change your thought processes and behavior. I see. But don't worry, you're not the only one who has this. People like Andy Warhol and Michael Jackson have gone through it too. I see. Well, thanks, doctor. I'm going to start that right away. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And so that's when I learned that I had body dysmorphic disorder. It was introduced to the DSM in 1980. About 1% of people in the United States have it affecting men and women equally. I got diagnosed because of my bad acne that I kept obsessing over for hours a day in front of the mirror putting on makeup. And because of my preoccupation it takes away from my social life for the last couple of years. But the acne really isn't there and it really isn't that bad. Luckily, I'm receiving cognitive behavioral therapy as treatment. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. What a what a journey. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That was a 6 minute uh epic journey uh through uh the lens of Rachel Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. That circa 2014 for a school project on body dysmorphia. I mean that is beautiful. That's like three different character arcs in like 2 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... I would like to point out that the And the call out. Like... Yeah, the scene that that last scene with the doctor um yeah. So we didn't have a clipboard, so we used my cutting board. <laughs> Far out. Classic. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, lo I love it. It's like photo shoot is just, just for our audience members. Rachel in a halter top, right? So just... just yeah. No, yeah. it was a romper. It was a romper. It was a romper. Is, that, is that what a romper is where it's just off one shoulder? No, it was a one-strapped romper, and it had like shorts. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was one, I didn't one see whole the short thing. Part yeah, neither did I. Yeah. I thought that was one whole thing. That was a flaming was, outfit. It was a flaming outfit. It was outfit. a flaming outfit. But I, I love it. You have one woman who is clearly too young to be a professional photographer shooting you on what is a front lot of your house being like, professional photo shoot. Clickety click. Well, I kind of typecast a lot for this video because she, at the time, was pretty heavy into photography. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And then I love it how you immediately say how yeah how it's sort of like like finish photo shoot. All right, here is the crux of what is causing my body dysmorphic issues. No, actually, I've got to go to the doctor because I am terrifyingly self aware and I might actually be sick. So I will see you shortly. Cut to next. <laughs> I'm in the doctor's office and a woman who looks exactly like my mother is coming and sitting down and telling me I have body dysmorphic order. Hold on, audience. Hold on one second. Wow, actress who played my mother. You look exactly like my mother, actress who is now playing the doctor. Doctor goes, you have body dysmorphic disorder, and you immediately go, wow. Cool. Am I going to die? Am I going to die? <laughs> Am I going to die? Let's, let's talk about one of, those, one, of those, one of those talking points that really caught my attention with your mother slash your doctor. Dermatologist. Dermatologist. Your, 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 your dermatologist. Who you yeah. only ever referred to as a doctor. This is the best movie I've ever seen. The um, thing that caught my attention, what was, how did you list it? You were like, uh, like the symptoms uh, and one of them was like profuse editing process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, because because what, my what, photographer. What was because, the phrase? What was the, I'm trying to get it. What a was the constant quote? editing process? No, I did say constant a lot, but no, yeah. it was like something editing process. Hmm. It, it, but it, you're constantly being judged and, and yeah, told because, how you because, can make oh, yourself like better. Oh, it's like editing Photoshop, like Photoshopping. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yep, I was exactly. a student, but I was also, my character was also like a, a model, like right. professionally. So like as a teenager, that character was like always being criticized and yeah literally edited in photoshop and all that so those were contributing risk factors toward the symptoms see that's what i'm saying because i get it i feel like um um i can relate to that uh that whole process of you know needing to constantly edit and wit it down so that it's to a place that you know you're happy with yeah this show does not go live we are one of the very few shows that uh pre-records here on radio free brooklyn Maybe what we have is audio dysmorphia or something. Indeed, uh, <laughs> but I but just 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 the actual show that you're listening to is a so so shaved version, a a shaved back, <laughs> cut down cut down to look sexy, removing all that hair from the places you don't want it. Ow! But Rachel, I love how I really do love how your character, instead of going through any conflict, immediately accepts that they have a problem, immediately commits to fixing it. Yeah, well, and, and then cut to you in the mirror doing something that is a little obsessive, talking about how you how you learned you had body dysmorphic order. Well, disorder. that scene was me taking my makeup off. Oh, I didn't. I missed. So that, that was like after accepting that. help and like being uh, more okay with makes my appearance. That makes sense. Do you normally wear makeup? No, not typically. I'm not wearing any right now. What's the longest period of time that you wore makeup before? Like daily. Or yeah, on like a daily basis, yeah. I don't think I've ever worn daily. You'll like for like special occasions, you'll put it on, and that's about it. Yeah, I went through a couple of phases in like high school where I was wearing it to school more often, but mm. like even then, it was never a daily thing. And most frequently, I would wear like concealer under my eyes, and that would oh. be usually the extent of it. The first time that you wore makeup to school, yeah. 
What was that experience like for you? Honestly, it was pretty terrible. I don't specifically remember the very first time, but every I wore I wore it so infrequently that when I did wear it, people noticed and that continues today. I get pretty much the same reactions. It's like, "Oh, you look great today. You look so pretty." And I'm like, "Oh, so I don't look pretty otherwise. Yeah, it's a little harsh. It's a little and bit then, of a and then, yeah. yeah, and then like the next day I won't wear makeup because I don't wear it frequently. And then they'll, someone will say, oh, you look so tired today. Wait, that's actually, that's happened to you recently? Every single time I wear makeup. Yeah. Mm, damn. And then the process of taking my makeup off, I feel like I look awful when I do that. So I just, I don't wear very often. You look great. Clearly, you don't need anything to make you look better because you're perfect the way you are, my dear. Aw. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, listener, if you want to learn more about body dysmorphic disorder, uh, there is a very helpful site you can go to uh, for the Body Dysmorphic Disorder Foundation. Uh, that's bddfoundation.org. Yes. You can go there and learn more, Rachel. And do you want to tack anything onto that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, BDD, it's more common than you think it is. It's not a huge deal. It's very treatable. Um, if you want to look at a more concise diagnosis, look up the DSM-5 diagnosis criteria. And uh, if you think you have it, like, go get help. I had body dysmorphic disorder for about three years, and it was one, and, and sort of becoming okay with how disgusting I thought I was and that transitioning into being about being okay and really being comfortable with yourself. And in fact, became far easier to get into shape. Clearly it's affected all of us in some capacity. Uh, certainly the other two uh, more than myself. Um, and uh, know that you're not alone out there. If you have it as well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to continue drinking this wine. Yeah. Because Lime. it's delicious. And we're going to continue eating these muffins. And you're going to continue listening to us as we play back some more clips, this time from the world of Gardener. This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Come get embarrassed with us. Flaming. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. As we continue to drink our wine. Drink this the wine, new, The new year, 5780. Happy New Year. That's a good number. It's a good even number. Can you, a, give, me, can you give me number one more time? It's a good even number. I'm, I'm, what year did you just say? 5780. Yes. Okay. I thought you said something. Fifty-seven eighty, baby. Because we skipped five, seven, seven, nine. How did we skip seven of nine? She's hot. Because eight was too much. Okay. Seven, eight, nine. It did. So, if you want to hear more of this <laughs> delightful banter, as it happens every single week here on Radio Free Brooklyn, Elon is now handing me a "Will you're fired" we can certificate. Be found <laughs> online at SoundCloud. 
as well as iTunes, Spotify, Podomatic for some of our older episodes. Uh, but I'm going to recommend, I'm just going to go out there and recommend that you go to our profile page on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. You get to learn about the show. You can look at all the other uh, awesome shows that exist on a daily schedule. But more importantly, underneath the info on our profile page, you will see the drop-down player, of which is Megaphone. And Megaphone has the most amazing software. You can just literally click at the button. A click of the button, and you can listen to any and all episodes with the click of a button. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash L-A-R. Otherwise, go to SoundCloud.com slash Lost and Rewound for all of our previous episodes. And which one of those is the episode entitled Juniuses. And that is our episode where we drink wine there too. So it's nice to be back and doing it with uh, two very, very different individuals. For Doing it and doing it and doing it too. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're up next, Will Hasty. Sweet mother of God. You're back with more of the DVD of Doom. The DVD of Doom. So this is, <laughs> so this is probably, I will say this, at least in terms of my own you personal will. growth. But um, yes. Uh, seeing these videos again entirely because of you, Mr. Dan Zinger, because of you said hunt these down so that we can have something to show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more. FYI, indeed, I'm. I'm, gonna... I'm looking forward to more for uh the the father hasty. Uh, sorry, what's his name again? <laughs> Dozier. 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 Tell your son that he needs more. Uh, so you go into your vault. It's not that he, it's not that he wants more. You want him to have more. So I'm speaking <laughs> to you, Papa Hasty. G- get on it because uh, Will's got some stories to tell. Um, and, and I, I don't know what you got there in that vault, but I'm curious. I will just say that watching these videos gave me a true sense of what a toolish little kid I was. But here's my point from. All of these other clips that you have played, I am fascinated at how you seem to continue to think of yourself as toolish any more than other children out there who are recorded on video. Children are dicks. We're all, total dicks. Yeah. It's, or just like space cadets. <laughs> I work, I work a cadets. lot. I work a lot with children. And let me tell you, Will, they are all dicks. Even, still. Even the really great ones are still just terrible but, sometimes but you see here's the thing they're dicks now with tablets and phones like that's the problem they have yeah. more they're 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 savvier than more ever more capability you we, faster you and i and we, more we, dangerous we were we were dreamers we, we we were growing up we just had all these ideas and we just talked them out it's yeah true. i didn't i didn't have that stuff at that age yeah well like, like the ipad iphone era didn't come to be until 2010 yeah. What, what, so wait, you're you're like Generation X, late Generation X, early Millennial. Yes, that's exactly what I am. You're still eight in these, vi- in these videos. I think right? I am eight in this video. Yes. You look okay. very young in and this I video. Am shitting, about and it. I am shitting on my little brother because I want attention at the Please dinner table. Please don't use that Oh, phrase. you're the bigger one. Okay, I was got to, as I say, okay, yes. Okay, you might be eight in this, yeah. 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 But no, no, you just said something. I know that we're not going to take things totally out of context because I love that you... Uh, you, we the, use the imagination uh, that we have. You could have been honestly, as far as I'm concerned, no, shitting no, on your brother. No, no. I literally. am taking a Cleveland steamer on my brother's chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's it's be really time disgusting. For some frozen I didn't diarrhea. even want to go there, but you literally you beat the game to death in one blow. <laughs> Is that not my mo? Um, I am. I am an eight year old useless little kid. And my little brother sitting next to me, clearly looking up to me and idolizing me. 
I'm missing it completely and just shitting on him. Or I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I am shutting him down anytime he talks because I just want everybody to pay attention to me. Billiam Hasty takes a shit on his brother uh, at the dinner table. Oh, and Sam is such a little sweetie in these vids. You know, I'm still dizzy from dancing with you. Garden, let's see your teeth. Let's eat some of this. Come here, teeth. I think so. Thank you. We're on the no means yesterday. Um, they and how old are you going to be? Show me how many fingers. Um, um my position. May 4th, and you're going to be May, Yeah, May 4th, and it's on this and then August 3rd. No, that's you right. Do. Yours is August 3rd. How old are you no, it said, it said May 4th is in August 3rd. table hanging with family pajamas pjs pjs the night before the clip that we played previously correct uh which uh, in all fairness but it could have been a little better planned because <laughs> you know if you don't have to listen to barney and listen to the limbo song that was a really rough post i'm just gonna say that. i'm sorry buddy i'm <laughs> no. sorry buddy i thought that was Self perfect because it was so ridiculous Look, a, i was entertained I'm, by it i'm a masochist okay clearly yeah. i but you know we we, we uh had it fun with that clip for we for sure a lot of fun with that clip and uh this night was the night before god you know it's like he's pretty chill your bro was ch pretty chill considering how many uh, how much action uh, was going to be going down the next day. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure oh, I'm totally oblivious, like every good three year old. Oh yeah, then may I... the fourth be with him. <laughs> Indeed, but I'm uh, the reason I shared this clip is that is that I really like it struck me as to how I'm not listening to Sam. He says something that's actually very intelligent for a three year old. He says, "My birthday is on May fourth, and yours, Gardener, is on August. Yours is on." August 3rd and how I barrel right over the fact that he said that totally accurately and got it right. I then throw it back at him and I'm like, no, he said August 3rd is on May 4th. And then I shove it in his face that I'm this many years older than him, which in my mind in that age would have meant I'm just better than you. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> like, not only am I getting this wrong, but I'm older than you. Yeah, literally. So I have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's just like so identifiably, wow, kid, you're like dumb and kind of an asshole. 
<laughs> Truthfully. See, girls definitely develop a lot faster than boys, especially at those young ages. It is a clinical fact, right, that that, that girls' brains develop, do develop significantly faster than boys. Um, I mean, sort of. It's not, like, hmm. significant enough to make it into a whole big societal thing that hmm. we've done. I think probably, and, and this is going to come off as kind of dickish, but... Cause like I wasn't going to try to put you down, but you asked me to. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I was, I honestly, I really wasn't going to say anything, uh, but now I will. It's a radio show. We are fair to get time to, to get embarrassed. Say yeah. Yeah. So the differences between men and women are so small biologically. Uh-huh. It's more of a detriment to, to even think of it that to way. To try and compare people that way yeah because like yeah because like everything we think of as masculine as feminine that's all socially constructed so like our brains are not different really the way that we function is not different the way that we develop i mean yeah i guess to a very small extent biological women develop slightly faster in some ways but it's not I, I would consider it to be more detrimental to focus on that instead of the similarities. Well, with my very limited experience, which are nowhere near big enough for what would be considered a, how do you say this, data seat, data set, that has nowhere near enough information to actually be a real <laughs> data set, it, at least in my limited experience, um, I, I will say that pretty universally, girls do seem to be far more capable communicators than boys at from basically the ages of like uh, well, three to six. Well, I'll well. tell you what I think might actually be a factor to that: parenting. Yeah, well, so so true. we teach, good parenting. We teach women to uh, we teach girls to grow up to be a certain way, and yes. we teach boys to be a certain way. Yes, that's exactly what I was getting and, at. And uh, apologies for steamrolling, uh, not Cleveland steamrolling, but steamrolling nevertheless. <laughs> Cleveland steema. <laughs> Whatever they're called. I don't know. I've never done it. It sounds appealing. I mean, what's better than having a woman squat over you and take a shit on your chest? Depending on where... (laughs) Depending on where you are raised and how you are raised and the way that you are parented greatly affects the way that you act and the way that your uh, intelligence or your um, savvy or, you know, your um, ability to understand your cognitive abilities. Mm. From a very, very, very general standpoint, American girls are taught to be communicative and nonviolent and quiet where American boys are raised again very generally to say whatever the fuck they want say whatever they want and be more physically violent yeah. and be much more forward and it's not a biological difference it's in, it's entirely socially constructed yeah what is the second and last clip we have to listen to all right now ladies and gentlemen we're here with Gardner Hasty who's doing his cutouts now Mr. Hasty tell me what are some of the characters you're cutting out? I don't know their names. But are they handsome? Mm-hmm. Are they pretty? Why are you cutting them out? Oh, they have to be cut out. Why? That's the only way be cut. They were lines, so... Well, where did these characters come from? Where did you get them? Well, from me. From where? From the mail? Are they from McDonald's or? Burger King. Oh, Burger King. Okay. Well, it's good to talk to you, Gardner. So we'll interview you on the next time when you do something extraordinary, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, What's your favorite sport? 
What's your favorite video game? Sonic the Hedgehog. Are you good? What level are you? Level four. Is that a good level? Yes. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get up to level. I'm trying to get up to six. The sixth. Okay. Who's who's at six? Who do we know that that has reached that level? Kari. Oh, Kari has. And how old is Kari? Twenty-three. And the best part was is that he actually kept on talking to you even after he did that. See where I get it from? <laughs> I like how you look exactly the same. You want to hear something truly terrifying? So that what what's really also creepy about these videos is that Dad's voice now it's much deeper. It's much more sort of sonorous, and and I hear it as having much more gravitas. Can you do an impression right now? It's literally just my voice, but deeper. Oh, okay. Whereas I've learned so much in these last few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> whereas if you whereas like dad's voice in this video sounds more like mine now. And one of the things that sort of categorized my life across living in Brooklyn Heights was people would say, um, you look so much like your father. You look so much like your father. And he showed me a video from him in the 70s, which is where he started to get situated in Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, we look fucking identical. Yeah. It is. I am my dad. I feel like my dad a lot too. Fuck. I don't know. Personally, in terms of looks, I, I don't like think just anybody, for self affirmation. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? One thing that's amazing to see there is how you so deep in concentration you are in this clip. I mean, yeah. the, the the audio is so strong because there's a sort of a disassociatedness that you're providing and it's not so nothing's changed in other no words. no no but it's not even so much as you being a dick as you were saying before it's just you being fully engrossed in whatever you're doing so what you what was it again you were playing with a toy or you were no, no, writing so something? so so the joke about me and my family especially when i was this age was that i would take like the most random pieces of shit like i would take like a, a coaster or like a rounded decorative piece of wood or you know something that usually had some symmetry to it and i would just go walk around in a circle and be twiddling with it okay and that was literally i was coming up with stories and like imagining these like big grandiose space epic adventures or fantasy yeah. adventures and just rolling through them and a number of those have actually become the basis for what i'm trying to create now sure sure it all comes and fully circle it does literally, literally, and, literally figuratively. and so literally you're watching what it what are those times that i really do think back to very lovingly where i was just sort of like there was no judgment it was just no holds barred free exploration of these pretty ridiculously thought out worlds sure because it was just a child's imagination, you know? Yeah. The toys that you got, right? It was a toy that you got? Or well, then I think they were literally paper cardboard cutouts from, from Burger, Burger King. King. Okay. I remember this. That I was tracing and creating storylines no, and characters for. That's amazing because I seem to recall, and perhaps uh, stop me if you've heard this one before, the Burger King Kids Club. Um, I do not remember that, but that definitely sounds... That sounds... That rings a bell in some way. Incredibly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Something about this bothers me. Ronald McDonald will touch Did you, you at know, night if you join our club. I don't know if you're the aware. The Burger King King will come by and hold you right. <laughs> 
I don't know if you're Have familiar. It your way. McDonald's had quite <laughs> a sauce. It had, I don't know if they I'm still do this. I'm give you the big whopper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ronald McDonald's ability to make McDonald's profitable with the youth uh, in the 80s and early 90s uh, definitely bled onto Burger King's uh, um, margins, and they were like, "Yeah, we we need kids." I. Slept with the Hamburglar. What? No. <laughs> what? No, you didn't. Lies. Blatant lies. Rach, what are you talking about? I'm talking about that time that I. You're like, I'm jumping in that suit with you, buddy. You can't <laughs> stop me. I slept with the Hamburglar. Friends, comrades. <laughs> My gonna... name is Monica Lewinsky, and I slept with the hamburglar. And you, and you got oh, a spray it. all over that felt, Such baby. Such a salacious show. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you have wine and recording. Um, you did this. I, I made it all happen. Lashana you Tova. did. Uh, Burger King wine. Advertising in 1989 relaunched its children's meal program as the Burger King Kids Club Meal. And there was a very very significant campaign that existed. If only Catherine were here. She could remember when she was three and she saw this. Indeed. Um, but look at these. There, They had names. There was one with a wheelchair. There was a dog. There was a nerd. There was a virtual reality. There oh were two God, women. This, this there were two of color. Bell. Kid vids non-binary, I can already tell, because there's no way to actually... There's no way to actually tell on the very right of this photo. I've um, seen this. I didn't see it in the Burger King context. I have seen these characters before. I don't believe I've seen them in the context of Burger King, but I have seen this. Yes. Now, which one are you calling non-binary? Uh, or at least, uh, you know... Uh, are you calling the nerd non-binary? No, I'm calling Kid Vid. If I don't remember this, I got to say that, like, the concept of I remember these uh, things being extraordinarily binary. I remember these images being like... No, I see what you're going for, though. Yeah, that's... I wouldn't have... You can't tell. It's, Let me take a look. Yeah, it's it's, it's very not, it's not the stereotypical non-binary kid, and that's what I was looking for. But what I'm saying is, is that it's a gender. It's genderless. Yeah. Or yeah, there I is see, a gender. I see what you're going for. Uh, all I'm saying oh, is, could, there's wait, some progressive who? kid kid, kid vid. vid blonde baseball hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They 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 look oh. very. They look like they could be either. I mean, you could. This is, this that's is, still, I'm that's just still, saying it's Halloween still, coming up, and this could be a Halloween group no, outfit. Okay, okay yeah, you know what? That, could, go as the Burger could. King Kids one, Club. That it is 100 percent true. I'm, I'm Why the, does the dog have both a helmet and goggles look, on? I'm <laughs> the woke one of the group. <laughs> okay. Oh get, my god! Oh my god! Oh reverse my god. gender, reverse gender binary kids Burger King Kids Club costumes. That's what we got to do for Halloween. Can That's I just what you say should be. That I was that, being totally ironic, though. Like I don't actually no, no, use that, the word woke. No, no, that was in clear. No, 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 that, was, that, was, that was super clear. That's but. what you should have been drawing on that there <laughs> sketch paper. Would have been a much different web series uh, today. <laughs> I was into much more. You're, I was. In, you're a sci-fi head. I am, I am. I am. You were then, and you are now. It's true. Um, that was great. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing the one before. Uh, we have to wrap up in a little bit, so uh, why don't we just take a quick breather from this, finish up our wine, and uh, yeah, we'll wrap up.
Before we wrap up today, just wanted to make sure that we get to some very, very important announcements. Uh, Will, why don't you start us off with uh, what you got in your hand? The New Orleans Musicians Clinic provides medical care to musicians and performing artists in the city of New Orleans. They offer occupational and comprehensive health services for musicians, performers, cultural workers, and tradition bearers of New Orleans. They provide these services regardless of insurance status or ability to pay. Please find out more information and how you can support the roots of all music at www.neworleansmusiciansclinic.org. That's www, all one word, neworleansmusiciansclinic.org. Thanks, Will. After more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late-night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the Me Team is happy and proud to present to you the Me Bottle. This double-insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60-second cycle utilizing UVC LED technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro-USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. Finally, what you got, Rachel? Radio Free Brooklyn would like you to know about RFB Teen Squad. Our six-week after-school program for local teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax-deductible. Thank you, Rachel. And that's going to do it for us. I'm Alon Danziger. And I'm Will Hasty. I'm Rachel Teichman. Signing out for Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free. Lashana Tova. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You just drank before doing the. What are you doing? You're a member wow. of the tribe, motherfucker. Wow. Okay. I'm the that only was, goy in this room. That was such a goyish move right there. That's sure. like that's like the friend you bring to Shabbat services, and then they take their little cup of wine before they do the Radio blessing. Magic. It didn't happen. I'm sorry. I was. I, I, it was and so editing to a half second ago, Elon, you drank the sacrament before we blessed it? <laughs>